Hi guys, welcome back to the seventh episode of the Untitled Gadget podcast, and uh, it's been an interesting week. Not so much in tech, but especially so in the real world. Uh, entire the entire world is essentially in a lockdown, which has given us a lot of time to think about tech, think about how it affects us in the real world, and uh, surprisingly, there's still been a couple of smartphone launches. Uh, so that's something that we're going to talk about. We're also going to be talking about what kind of games that we've been playing things that we've been doing to keep our mental health in place uh, to keep us occupied you know when uh, there's not that much to do and uh, there's just a lot of tension in the air that and a lot more that's coming up in this episode of the untitled gadget podcast this is your host drove with akshay and harish let's go i'm drinking a lot of whiskey i'm drinking you've been having a lot of whiskey mhm that works Surprisingly I haven't had a single drink this entire time. Neither have I. Well, when I say I've been drinking a lot, I don't mean I'm doing it daily. For me, drinking once a week is still a lot because I haven't been doing it at all last 6 months I've realized. So, yeah. I've just been keeping myself busy with games, man. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> yeah, same that and personal projects and stuff. Yeah. Finally like getting around to sorting out my photo library, so that's that's taken a lot of time. I know like I stocked up on alcohol <laughs> before the lockdown but I never actually got around to having any trust me we have enough time yeah that's <laughs> true this isn't any ending anytime soon no chance no. oh well so about that phone launch harish do you want to take that up yeah so Huawei went ahead and launched the P40 in the middle of all this and this time we actually got three phones there's the standard P40 the P40 Pro and then there's a P40 Pro Plus Now we'll get to the Pro Plus in a minute but the P40 Pro is particularly interesting so I'll focus on that. Um so this builds on a lot of the things that we saw last year with the P30 and even now to this day the P30 Pro is one of the best phones I've used in a year down the line it's still going great and the fact that it has Google mobile services is a great thing right because whatever Huawei launched after the P30 they didn't have any of google services built in so that overshadows the launch uh, somewhat because now the conversation is all about how Huawei is going to manage the fact that there are no services from google on this phone there's no play store there's no chrome um there's no youtube there's no drive and what's particularly infuriating about this is that even though you can probably sideload these services it's still not going to work because google mobile services uh has a sort of underlying hook that powers everything so things like push notifications um google play certification for your phone and things like google pay and nfc payments these sort of things just will not work on the p40 so there is that feeling that what is this phone who is this phone aimed for outside of china right because obviously this is a great phone for china the hardware is excellent and Huawei built a, did a lot of exciting things on the camera but outside of china will anybody actually use something that doesn't have play services i really don't think so yeah agreed with you on that front i mean it's cool it's a interesting phone they're doing some good stuff with the camera which they always do i'm not a huge fan of the of the image processing uh the colors always seem a little off 
but that's that's just a personal preference uh but end of the day i do not want to go back uh and repurchase you know the several apps that i've already bought uh, a lot of the apps are just not supported and to be honest like if it's not significantly cheaper or there's no uh, other incentive uh i don't see why i should buy a compromised experience when there's equivalent hardware to be had that's a good point with the paid apps right because how do you get those onto a service where there's no play store so that's going to be a problem and although Huawei has a decent clone service where it just pulls everything from your old phone onto the P40 um stuff like your banking services or google pay for folks that want to use it in india just will not work um but Huawei has been linked to using indus os's place uh, app store so we don't quite know how that will play out in the indian market but it is possible that we could see an alternative a viable alternative um for most popular apps like facebook whatsapp and instagram so we'll have to see how that works out i know wasn't the facebook and youtube app just like a wrapper for the for the web service there was but then they said that they were going to try porting the regular android one over but it's a it's a crazy situation right because Huawei yeah, is it's like windows phone all over again yeah. How much? How much is this phone for? Oh, it's a lot. I think the Pro Plus is fourteen hundred euros. So you're asking me to leave behind my entire life from an Android phone, spend fourteen hundred dollars, possibly spend more on apps on a f- which is not guaranteed to work. I mean, it's it's a bit big, big too much to ask for. You know, like uh, had this been a uh, you know mid range phone or something like that, I could still consider because. Maybe I'm in need of a phone, but this is a flagship phone that does not come with any features that people expect from a flagship phone. You have to sideload apps, and and you can't even take advantage of Google services. And you know, most people who are going to buy this phone outside of China, their entire lives are on Google, right? On yeah. on on Android, basically. And bringing everything over uh, is just not going to be easy. For example, let's say if I want to bring my WhatsApp chat. Uh, to my phone i don't even know if they have support for google drive on that fo- for that phone you know like that's how what's they don't yeah so then how do you bring your entire chat history so these are little pains that people will only realize once they if they buy the phone because they will not they will not think about this initially no i mean it looks like it's a beautiful phone but i just didn't want it to be a huawei phone yeah so huawei's main claim for with this phone is that you'll get the best camera of any phone out there so the P40 Pro has a 50 megapixel RYYB sensor. Um, they had the 40 MP last year and they went with a larger sensor size this time. And they're claiming a whole laundry list of improvements to give you better photos in just about every uh, lighting scenario. And the main sensor is joined by a 40 MP Cine sensor that showed up in the Mate 30 last year. And then we also have the telephoto. There's now a 12 MP telephoto that has 5x optical and a 50x hybrid zoom. And finally, you also get that time of flight module. And there's also an interesting change at the front because now the P40 Pro has two 32MP cameras at the front. And from the little that I've seen online, it looks like 
the front camera could be on the same level or even better than the pixel so that's a win but it's too, but, but the, the design the i mean the way it's been placed on the on the display on the top left corner is too distracting man it just looks ugly as hell i mean from the back the phone looks spectacular and the moment you look at the front i really don't like that camera module in the front at all yeah i think this is the largest we've seen at the front right even the s10 module was not this i, I think it's not symmetric as well it looks very weird the way it's been placed it doesn't look you know like in line with the entire front of the phone it doesn't I don't, maybe... but if they had to use it at the front i'd rather they put it at the left like what they did rather than the right and take up mm-hmm. all the status icons mm-hmm. even then i don't think it just it's just too distracting for me it is but then there's that larger shadow looming over Huawei right how will they make this work because they're trying to position it position their app gallery as an alternative because this phone is I mean, along with the Mate 30 series they've started selling it in France and other western markets but then there's always that feeling as to who will actually buy it over a Galaxy S20 or the Find X2 or any of the other $1000 phones that we have that do come with Play Store and also like why should anybody buy this you know that's the biggest question there's just sure it's got the hardware i mean the image samples that i've seen they look good it's not a generational leap over anything else on the market there's really nothing here that justifies giving up all the conveniences that you get with any other phone and i think that's really the point that we're all trying to drive here isn't it Yeah. I mean if uh, I mean if the only driving factor for this phone are you know are the cameras I would inf- I would instead go by what Dhruv said a couple of weeks ago that I would instead buy a standalone camera instead like a Fujifilm X100V or something or the other you know uh, just being just having a great camera is not uh, the only thing that makes a phone great it's called a smartphone for a reason and the way and the right now the P40 P40 Pro Pro sound like dumb phones instead of smartphones to me because nothing will actually work unless you know you do the work around and still there's no guarantee so for me if you already have a phone let's say for 2 3 for a flagship phone from 2 3 years ago and if you really need that kind of imaging just get a standalone camera instead man 1400 dollar doesn't warrant that price tag i mean most things still work it's not that nothing works on the phone because Huawei rolled out its own alternative called Huawei Mobile Services in lieu of Google Mobile Services so it use it has an alternative to all those hooks that Google was offering before so things do work but then there's that uncertainty right and the fact that you have to find workarounds for getting your favorite apps and even, and Huawei in January said that they're not even going to go back to Google services even after the ban is lifted so you know there's no guarantee of your phone getting google services afterwards either so, no i don't think that would be a tenable situation if huawei wants yeah. to sell it phones outside china they need to and this is particularly bad for huawei right because this time last year it the ban they've been banned for over a year now and at the same time last year they were just positioned to take over samsung they were on samsung's heels yeah. Yeah. in the global market and then this came and it derailed their entire strategy hmm. sucks for them man maybe 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 if they allegedly stop spying they would be in a better place but, but there's been no evidence of that yet right that's why i, I said mean... allegedly <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh have you guys read up about uh, or seen anything about 
Celia the the smart assistant that they've built for their phone? No, no idea what. I am hearing it for the first time. Yeah, the first time I heard of it, like we had this chat going on in the in the office group, and um, like we're all like, is that Celia? Like the hair-like stuff on eukaryotic cells, like that stuff that draws things in, like. What the fuck is going on Harish, with this name? Harish, I need you to come in and start uh, bitching about why don't they think about uh, names before they actually put an official ta- tag to it. I mean, yeah, before you go there, Huawei P40 Pro Plus. Oh, like, right, that's your yes. queue. Oh, P- I P40 love that phone. P40 I really like that phone because anything ceramic really gets me going. And do you like the name as well? <laughs> the name is idiotic. I I just I just don't understand. I I honestly brands need to hire somebody or do focus group testing to to at least get like an idea as to how idiotic their names sound. Because Huawei P40 Pro Plus. Why is there a plus after Pro? <laughs> I mean, I mean in I, India. I mean, I mean in India, for people won't even be able to say Huawei. Yeah. <laughs> what will we see next? Huawei P40 Pro Plus Extreme Maximum Edition. Even I used to struggle in the beginning. Like, Huawei, 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 Huawei. You know, a lot of people say it differently here. So, I mean, having that long name is just going working working against them, man. They did a video, right? It's wow. No, this is Wait. also stupid from another perspective. Uh, I'm sorry for cutting you off, Arish, but like. I mean, how do you justify that our pro model is not pro enough? You need to get the plus of plus the pro version. model. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we made a pro model, but no. We have another plus version. model of the pro model. Uh, they should have just called it something else. And there'll be a Lamborghini edition at some point, right? Wait, Lamborghini or Porsche? Porsche edition at some point, right? So, so Huawei P40 plus Porsche edition? Oh my Pro God. plus. Oh, sorry. Pro plus. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, so that'll be the Huawei P40 triple P. Like, P, P, P. Oh, yeah, man, that's gone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, show. the Pro Plus looks even more insane, has slightly better telephoto lenses, and it has that ceramic back. So yields will be low, not going to be as many units available. Actually, like, while we're on the topic of the Pro Plus, like, uh, I want your thoughts on this. Uh, they're doing something very interesting and something that, I hoped that, uh, you know, somebody would focus on, uh, instead of a single, like, crazy telephoto lens, uh, like, hit at, like, hitting just 10x or whatever, they've got two telephoto lenses this time around. So there's a 3x and a 10x telephoto zoom. And I think, while I still don't think anybody really needs a 10x telephoto zoom, uh, uh, telephoto lens on a phone, uh, the option to switch between two different zoom focal lenses is is actually a really good one to have because 10x zoom is just way too much in uh, that focal length is too zoomed in for regular use uh you know if you're just trying to capture a picture of your kid or a pet or whatever um yeah but i've actually ended up using the 10x zoom on the p30 pro in a few instances we have a garden outside our house and there are peacocks often so we managed to get usable shots at 10x zoom level on the P30 Pro. So I'm excited to see what it has to offer. Sure, it's not going to be as usable as, say, a wide-angle lens. But mm-hmm. it's a good marketing tool, right? Makes for excellent marketing. I guess. But I'd rather have... I, I mean, that's just, again, like, you know, very personal approach towards it. But 
uh, I would rather have like a really good 3x zoom, maybe a 4x pushing it, because that's a zoom range that's that's very easily workable with, uh, as compared to a 10x zoom, which is going to be a somewhat niche focal range. Like it's not something that you're going to uh, be using all the time. Yeah. I mean, how often do you have peacocks running around your house? Every single day, based on how loud these fucking things get. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you live, man? <laughs> I have no idea. It's just crazy. Ooh, I just thought of something. Celia is an anagram for Leica. Dude. Oh, Are you serious? Yeah. 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 Like, is that what they're going for? I don't know, but Leica and Celia. Oh, okay. It well, is. Well, knowing Huawei, that might, might very well be the case. Yeah. What I really like is that the P40 40 Pro has 27 watt wireless charging. You know, I'm always a big fan of wireless charging and uh, I want to see how that works on the phone. Of course, I'm not going to see it anytime soon, but when you guys get to know, do let me know. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm glad that well, wireless charging is getting charging as soon. fast as wired charging these days. With Oh, that gives us a nice segue into our next topic, OnePlus. 30 watt charging, the <laughs> OnePlus... Gadget show. <laughs> yeah. The untitled OnePlus gadget. Hey, last episode, we did not mention that name even once. Did, did we not? Oh, wait, we were only so. talking about Sony, right? I don't think so. Oh, shit. I'm sure, I we, think... I'm sure we did at least once. But anyway, let's talk about the OnePlus 8. Drew, what do you think? Uh, I love the new green color that's been going around. Uh, I... I think like I would have liked it if it was a little more of an emerald finish but I like green green on phones uh, so it's going to be a nice change of pace. Uh, the specs are pretty much what we expected. The Pro is looking even more Pro so it's probably going to be even more expensive. They'll uh, probably name it OnePlus 8 Pro Pro. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be like a OnePlus Pro like but an additional Pro. Forget it. Pro that squared. joke did not work. This quarantine is getting to you guys, man. <laughs> yeah, These I got a bad sense of humor on, us, a, on a good day. <laughs> Alright, yeah, uh, getting back to the topic. Uh, yeah, so it's looking good. It's looking pretty good. 120Hz screen, uh, AMOLED, as is always the case with OnePlus, and 30W uh, fast charging, wireless, wireless fast charging. Uh, it's pretty much what you expect from a flagship phone uh other than the camera we don't really know what they're going to do with the camera the processing is always a little iffy at least at launch so that remains the deciding factor but otherwise i think it's shaping up to be a pretty good flagship phone and if i i have a feeling it's no longer going to be like fifty-five thousand or whatever i think it's going to cross sixty-five it'll just undercut the competition by say like $100 or so, and yeah. they'll still call themselves like, hey, we're cheaper than the competition. But yeah, it's it's going to open up. That's uh, stupid. It is stupid, but you know, the cost of components. But that's what they've been doing, right? They've been trending upwards for the last three years. And that was what they did last year with the Pro, that they had to launch a Pro model because where else could they have gone? It's not like they can continue. I mean, I'm I'm sure we'll still see like a $500 phone this year. That's probably the regular version or even the light variant. But with the Pro, I think now they'll be, they have to be at a point where they're getting to that Samsung price point. Yeah, but I think small incremental uh, 
incrementals are fine you know what we've been seeing with the past 2 3 years you know uh, you know 2 3000 bucks of a jump but if you are talking about 65000 rupees that's a massive jump and people are not necessarily going to be on board for a OnePlus phone for that price because that's uh, very much close to the iPhone 11 uh, and 10 uh, you know uh, area and if people uh, like in india for example a lot of iphone users jumped to the oneplus uh, devices because you know it was just cheaper and far better for them for for some of them at least but if you're going to go in the same price range as an iphone and being india how people are just very very price sensitive i don't think it's going to work out for them maybe for the top model but uh, the rest of the two models i don't think they can uh, they can go 50 60 1000 bucks because samsung has a huge following in india and a great brand uh, following so there's no way oneplus can even compete with with samsung or any other flagship phone in that price segment it may be cheaper but people are going to still consider the more expensive option because if it's just undercutting by, by by these are the phones by a bit but i think they'll actually do well in the high end segment because look at the hardware you're getting it's on par with what samsung is selling and the cameras are the only question and from what we've seen with the find x2 it looks like the sensors are there and they're delivering the best that android has to offer so it's possible that we'll see the same setup on the oneplus as well and and oxygen os is obviously the best skin there is right so i think they have a good chance because if you have to also consider that samsung sells the exynos version here right and the exynos is not quite as good as the snapdragon version so if oneplus is able to offer an alternative with the latest qualcomm silicon and a clean software and a camera that can hold up to the s20 they've got a winner right you know i think whatever you've said is probably true but from my personal experience from people who i've spoken to from friends and the general masses they really don't care what's inside their phone they probably don't even know what's what's in their phone uh of course the tech savvy people are going to notice the differences the ones uh, you know all the specs that you just compared but the mass audience is the people who buy these phones like the OnePlus uh, OnePlus or iPhones or Samsungs they have no idea what chipset is in their phone and what it's capable of as long as the phone is working and it has a good cam decent camera and it works well that's what they care about and in india especially the masses do care about brand value a lot because they want to resell their phones also later on a lot of people do that so if it is in the iphone category in the price range i can guarantee you that a lot of people will consider iphone because just because it has better resale value but wait and even samsung plus phones also have excellent resale value not as compared to iphone and samsung man they have just I, they I, have well nothing has the resale value of an iphone but i would say it's pretty much on par with samsung like all android phones do drop down massively uh in value when you go back to the second hand market uh nothing will get you the kind of resale value that an iphone does uh but you know what uh, like picking up from this conversation i think it could still work for them because that is pretty much why they started off the pro range anyway uh the pro range is the expensive model they still have the oneplus 8 it's still got all the specs it is still reasonably affordable sub 40000 rupees even with a slight price increment it'll still be 40000 and you get all the essentials like uh looking at the options in that price range it's not as if pretty much any model is offering you know uh, full water resistance 
or uh, say 30 watt wireless charging or stuff like that. Like I'm just going off the leak specifications. It'll have the primary, ca- the same primary camera, most of the same similar camera stack, uh, a 90 hertz display, which they're not going to backtrack on fast charging, Snapdragon 865. And that's a, a pretty damn good deal for under 40,000 rupees. Yep. Yeah, under 40,000, it's perfectly fine. But the moment you hit that 60,000 category, then you have something to, to think about. I mean, it's not like OnePlus is abandoning its audience, right? It's not like they're ditching the 30,000, 40,000 crowd and saying, oh, we're only going to chase uh, Apple and Samsung. They're still going to have phones in that 30,000 segment. But they'll also have phones for those that want the high-end devices or that that want the yeah. best that a phone has to offer. Personally, yeah, I, I, would, like, I would get the flagship top top end phone. I would get it personally, but I don't know how yeah, but might I, feel more. I, this is something that we guys have discussed multiple <coughs> times in the past. You know, while all of us really like the OnePlus phones, uh, I think a lot of it has to do with the Android skin. Uh, but I think we can all agree that the OnePlus 7 and even the 7T, both were fantastic deals. Like, they were, if somebody does not want to spend top tier price, it is everything that you need in a flagship yeah absolutely. it covers essentially it covers everything like the pro was just you know well hey i want to spend extra to get something a little special but you don't necessarily need the pro model at all no we're nitpicking with the camera on the 70 but for what it costs it's fantastic and that's i mean the sales were evident right it sold very well in india and other markets and there's really nothing at that price point that comes close. Yeah, I think like uh, between reviewers, but also amongst the consumers, I think there's, I think it's a bit of a marketing issue from OnePlus' side that, you know, they're portraying the Pro. Well, of course, they have to portray the Pro as the flagship model, uh, but it's sort of setting the regular model as a second tier device, which it really isn't. It's... It's just, you know, a flagship which is omitting certain features which are anyways nice to have features but not essentials. Although, judging by the leak, I would have liked them to change the design at the back a bit. It looks awfully similar to the 770 series, uh, the Pro model at least. And I mean, the only thing they may have changed is that I think there's an additional TOF sensor and and they've repositioned the flash uh, sensor and it's not directly underneath the camera module. But rest of the everything else looks the same, you know. So it doesn't really mm-hmm. look any different from the seventy or or the or the or the seven for that matter. The pro models again. I keep forgetting to mention pro models, man. Anyway, but I think uh, I haven't, I I haven't know, seen what, the design, uh, the leak. Like, is it like a circular look at the back or? A, it's a the same. It's thing? the same. It's the same as I mean, just by the going by the leak, the camera model is the same. There's mm-hmm. now a, a, a TOF sensor towards the left of it. And, mm. uh, and 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 the flash module and there's another another so I think it's the mic or something I don't know what it is uh, on the left hand side so everything and the logo has been moved up okay. but that's the old yeah but uh, apart from that the sensor module camera set module looks exactly the same right. and and even the total overall look of the phone looks uh, the same unless you know the differences between the three devices that are that the eight pro and the eight seventy pro or seven pro. Mm-hmm. you can't really distinguish them. So it doesn't feel like a 2020 OnePlus phone. It just feels like a rehashed 2019 phone to me. Cool. So while we're on the topic of OnePlus, uh, let me get your thoughts on the 
evident uh, resurgence of the OnePlus X in the name under the form of uh, the OnePlus Z. Like that's supposed to be the OnePlus 8 Lite. Uh, there's like a lot of names going around. The latest rumor says that it's going to be the OnePlus Z, uh, but it's basically supposed to be a lighter model, potentially running a MediaTek chipset. Uh, what do you guys think? Like, is there even room for such a model anymore? Especially if it's not uh, picking up on the hallmark feature of the OnePlus X, which was its fantastic size. Yeah, I don't think it was a good idea for them. I don't know if the MediaTek rumor pans out because... If it does, I don't know how they'll balance software updates with the Qualcomm version. We all know that it's with having two different chipsets, it's harder to roll out updates. And OnePlus usually rolls out a lot of updates to its phones. So how they manage that, if they have one phone running Qualcomm and another variant based on MediaTek, that's an unknown. But otherwise, yeah, the a successor to the OnePlus X has is overdue right that was a great device and i think it was too early for its time and they should have targeted that market sooner i think uh, uh i think it's coming at a great time because uh you know not everyone can afford even forty thousand rupee phones you know there's some people who want cheaper handsets and i've and i've and i really like the fact that you know people who can uh, who will be paying around 25 grand to 30 grand for a phone or maybe even less I don't know how they'll price it but they'll get to experience Oxygen OS on the phone I have always wanted a cheaper phone that could run Oxygen OS and this is their way in um, although I'm not sure how it will run as Harish pointed out that MediaTek uh, being a different processor they, they will need to have different teams and they will have to constantly support uh, that, uh, that uh, device but uh, if they manage to pull that off, you know, make it run as smoothly as the Qualcomm variant, I am totally down for this uh, this version of the phone because that just means there are more people out there who get to experience one of the one of the better Android skins out there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, I've been reading up on a lot of Reddit comment sections, comment sections on all our websites, and the general consensus seems to be that everybody wanted the X for the size. It was a phone that could actually be used in one hand, it was still premium, it still had top tier specs. Here, it seems, you know, it's like, I think it's remote to have like a 6.5, 6.6 inch screen, which is massive. Uh, it's not going to have the flagship processor. Um, it just seems to be cutting down on a lot of the features that made the OnePlus X, the OnePlus, like that special phone. And um, I, I am a bit skeptical of, of how this is going to pan out, especially if it's in the 25 to 30,000 rupee price range. I don't think OnePlus is going to go lower than that. Uh, if it does, well, then that's a different story altogether. But 25 to 30,000, you can, I mean, OnePlus is still selling older phones. Uh, you can buy a OnePlus 7 for around 29, 30,000 rupees. Uh, and that's probably going to be the case for the OnePlus 7T. If the OnePlus 7T is going to cost me 2,000 rupees more than or 3,000 rupees more than the OnePlus whatever, the Z. light variant, Z, X, 8 Lite, whatever they decide to call it. X2, X2 Pro. Well, X2 Pro Plus. X2 Pro Lite. Hey, that should be a so that would be week. That would be a great auxiliary, man. Yeah. But realistically, like, why would I spend that kind of money on uh, that phone? 
Uh, yeah, I agree with you on that. Particularly in the context that the OnePlus 70 will be around and it'll probably see a price cut. So that makes it a particularly decent option for 2020, right? And if this slots in the same bracket, I don't see a lot of folks going for it. I think I realized how, uh, you know, when they mentioned that people wanted to be a smaller phone. And I think I realized that I really do miss smaller phones when I held the Galaxy S20. I mean, Samsung has nailed it out of the park with that phone. The, the size is great. It feels ergonomically uh, sane. I just feel that uh, some everyone wants larger screens because of video content, etc. But there are people out there who want smaller screens you know, smaller, uh, you know, smaller phones so that, you know, they can just slip it into their pockets or women it into their bags easily and just carry it around. It doesn't have to be particularly heavy. And the S20 is all of that. Uh, Dude, the Z Flip. Huh? The Z Flip. The Z Flip is on another level, man. That's, that's, that, I love that phone. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and you, you know, I think uh, you, uh, that's, uh, that's something that OnePlus could have uh, capitalized on, but they didn't do that. I feel, uh, a smaller OnePlus phone would have been great for uh, people who don't necessarily need a phone that's big, you know, as big as the rumors are telling, you know, are saying. I mean, the popularity of the S20, uh, S10e, like that speaks for itself. Like yeah. I, I got a chance to try out, try it out again the other day and it's a beautifully sized phone. It does it's everything. Fantastic. It's like plastic. It feels fantastic. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, guys. So that's what oh, happens right. when everybody's recording remotely, uh, locked up like golems inside their room. Um, yeah. So it does not feel like plastic. It feels fantastic. That's yeah. a song right there. Oh, shit. That's the... Oh, my God. Those oh, are the oh, that's from the ba- Barbie Girl. I'm a Barbie Girl. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Really? We didn't, even, we didn't even realize that. Yeah, man. Let me... Let me just, you guys talk, I'm going to pull yeah, up the yeah, lyrics. Yeah. The lyrics are like something like made gonna, of plastic, gonna, gonna, but gonna feels fantastic. Right okay. <laughs> Without even thinking. In the meantime, I will also <laughs> sing praises of the Galaxy S20. That phone ruined every other device for me. I go back to any other phone. Uh, I've switched to the Redmi Note 9 Pro and it feels massive next to the S20. I love what Samsung has managed to done and the fact that it has the same hardware. It's not missing out on anything from the S20 Plus. It's a good deal. Shame about it. These are the lyrics. I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. Life in plastic. It's fantastic. Fucking hell. (laughs) And if you continue continue listening to those lyrics, you'll see that there are very overtly sexual connotations littered all the way across. Yeah, let's keep it. uh, (laughs) That's our childhood ruined. (laughs) PG-13. And it doesn't. It definitely doesn't help that Harish has berserker written on his cap. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Well, so I think that pretty much wraps up our talk about the OnePlus X, uh, OnePlus Z, OnePlus Eight Lite. Or now whatever they need to do it. a Barbie edition of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Cool. So, over to real life. How are you guys keeping up? Yeah, it's been okay. We've been locked in for over a month now. I think now is today's day 32 or something. It's been okay. We haven't had to make a lot of changes because me and the wife work from home primarily. So, the only issue is that we had to make sure we have provisions and we sorted that out. 
several weeks ago so that wasn't a problem but it is scary how everyone is i mean how the situation has evolved in just a week right last week it was meant to be a curfew for a day and then that extend got extended to what three weeks now yeah with the potential extension yeah but otherwise not being as productive as i normally am but other than that playing a lot of games not reading many books because i'm not able to focus but seeing a lot of shows on netflix and yeah actually playing a decent number of games we tried yeah, that's actually me in 2020 like i've not done any reading at all started yeah. off a couple of books just couldn't focus enough bit of netflix shows getting a bit more of gaming done this year what about you akshay uh you know apart from playing games all day and actually working uh i decided to do something different this time uh, uh, uh you know i started uh, i subscribed to uh this app called modly where you can learn a new language so i decided you know why not be productive a little bit at least and start learning a new uh, language I, i decided to learn japanese uh just because i want to understand some games and anime better and uh, you know it's it's been going well uh, i mean i'm i'm uh, learning quite a few words and uh, understanding basic grammar uh it's quite slow uh, and but the good thing is that i got a lifetime membership so I, you know i'll do it at my own pace uh, and uh, thanks to your website actually and authority that's where i got the discount so um uh, yeah i mean that's how uh, i'm coping up apart from playing games i'm i'm playing a game that's about to launch soon i can't talk about it yet playing a lot of animal crossing playing uh, yeah play, playing stardew valley so these sort of casual games you know are keeping me going Well, shit, Akshay is the only one who's actually being productive. Yeah, shit, yeah, October. he's actually learning new stuff. Nice. I was meant to get back to making music. I used to do that a decade ago, and then it was really fun making the jingle for this podcast. And then I thought, okay, let me get back to it. But then nothing over the last month. Should do that sometime. Yeah, I think I think it's the perfect time to learn a new language, man. You guys are stuck at home. and uh, it's never been easier to learn a new language even if it's uh, just you know um, you know just for having casual conversations i think that's a great way to uh, keep yourself busy i remember that's the thing oh like, sorry go least, ahead i think for for harish you and i like things haven't really changed that much like work it's work as usual yeah things haven't changed in that i i mean that but then there's a lot on my mind lately i i don't usually get stressed but then i found that over the last two weeks i haven't been able to focus as much just because of all the uncertainty around the world and just how everything all the even everything is going down right because it looks like all economies are now crashing and i feel bad for everybody that has been caught up in this it, it's a sad situation and also scary in equal measure right because now over the last week we've been seeing 60000 no cases every single day of this virus so it's just a lot to take in i think it's just that are you guys also like i mean uh, is it just me or all of you guys are in a bit of a i don't know survival mood instinct uh, sort of thing like all the learnings from all the zombie movies and all the I mean, books that I mean the day the day the lockdown was announced drove and the way we met i think that definitely yeah. felt like something was going down you know something <laughs> bad is going to happen and and uh, the world is coming to an end and that's exactly how i imagined it that uh, 
yeah, I mean, I'm going to be running out to go- buy supplies. I'm going to be probably see a friend and say goodbye and never see him again. I think it's very close to that, you know. Yeah, yeah it felt like that. That photo that you guys yeah. shared. I think we've seen enough. Uh, <laughs> we, we, Dhruv and I even took a selfie together with our masks on on the on the side of the road. Maybe you should put that as a display picture for this time, and you can add Harish in. Yeah, well. why not? <laughs> yeah. As the berserker. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I mean, it definitely felt scary, man. And you were there, Dhruv, right? With I think we never discussed this in the podcast, but on the day when uh, our prime minister announced uh, the lockdown, we scrambled for re- uh, resources, right? We for supplies. Because there was, of course, uncertainty. But do you remember where we were standing outside and how the supermarket looked like at at the gas station? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, uh, some of us, we we could see the signs and we ensured that we had all supplies in place beforehand. So, I mean, what we were running around for were, were luxuries or non-essential yeah. items. Yeah. Uh, but that's the thing. Uh, this move caught a lot of people off guard and... There were like really long queues outside all supermarkets and the supermarkets were running out of stuff. Uh, so there are people out there uh, who do not have the essentials. There are people who can't afford to buy a month's supply at a time. And yeah, they're, they're kind of screwed over right now. Uh, did you see the photographs that came up yesterday? Like without getting too political, uh, but you know, yeah. there's thousands of immigrant workers who are waiting at the bus stop. Uh, that is a recipe for disaster it is yeah man. because if if, just... if 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 any one of them has it right he's going to pass it on or he or she whoever it is is going to pass it on to another person or maybe three or four people right and then the, then those three or four people will get on a bus whoever's in that bus are probably going to catch it not all of them but quite a few of them and then those guys when they get off their buses buses and go to their villages they're going to spread it to their villages this is like virus spreading right in front of our eyes sure right? there's that but then there's also the fact that most of these guys don't have the resources right they're just helping i agree us. with you they, i, they I cannot, agree, with, agree with you yeah they cannot do anything and it just it's just such a sad I think, situation I think it's the, in, instead of instead of sending them away and just dist- and you know distributing them all over the country they should have just been in something like a refugee camp or something so that you know at least the virus is contained because that's the only thing we can do right now until some cure is out there but then but, with the uh, density that we have, it's just not possible to set something up like that. True. I mean, India is an impossible country to work with. We yeah. all know that. It brings up, like, brings to mind the news report from yesterday about that super spreader, the, the guy who traveled from Italy and Germany and went to a festival in India where there were like 40,000 people. Wedding, wedding. And wedding as well. And a wedding. So, yeah, like, he's potentially contaminated 40,000 people. Uh yeah, Thank you for not being sensible and being yeah, not yeah. being smart. But let's not talk about what's happening. What have you guys been doing to pass time? Like I've been playing games and you know... Animal uh, Crossing. Animal Crossing, right? So you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, look, you are clearly like way <coughs> ahead in the game. I'm still struggling to pay off my first loan and you're on your third loan now. <laughs> I'm, I'm on my fifth loan now for 500,000 bells. God damn it. How, how big is your mansion by now? I've still got a single bedroom. I've got a bedroom now. I'm getting a second bedroom. Uh, but the reason why I'm playing this game is not because of the progress I have. It's basically letting me live a virtual life. You know, I have a routine in that game, just like how I would have routine in 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 a in my real life. But instead, here I am cutting trees and collecting fruits and just building up my island for people around me and just follow a routine that I like. I have a spreadsheet 
which just basically I take off every day and this is the kind of stuff I need to do and this is the kind of money I need to make because I need to pay off my home loan just like real life but the only difference is I'm doing it in the game it's it it it's not really a uh, a hard game that sounds any... stressful by the way huh? <laughs> that sounds stressful what? to have I mean, that's me. to pay off your me. home that's, loan <laughs> that's me but that's what I'm that's what I'm getting at it's not really a hard game it's just me who's doing that but you don't have, you can play it at your own pace you know and and uh, just relax in the game go fishing or you know just you know just create um interior uh, furniture for your for your house basically just you know relaxing your mind the music is so soothing as well and that's something that's been keeping me sane during this quarantine because it's actually giving me a purpose to do to look forward to something every morning uh, even before this podcast i was actually playing the game so i think that's something that was really missing and it, the game came at a at the perfect time Actually, you know, uh, uh, yeah. like I think uh, you make a really good point there, and I particularly like the fact that the game operates in uh, on the real time clock. Uh, so you know you can get your chores done, and after that you're free to explore the world. There's no pressure as such. There is uh, there is really no pressure to get anything done any day. You can take a day off if you want. Uh, just go talk to your neighbors. it's like real world but without the consequences and without the the yeah. constant real world pressure of things sounds I mean, like someone... what i've been doing all these years <laughs> <laughs> i mean this is this game is letting me i mean i can't meet them personally but i'm virtually meeting them in my on my islands I, the other day i had two friends over on my island and you know we were interacting it felt like you know that they are right next to me even though they are not i mean i'll bet it's just their avatars instead but it's a it's a great way to just it's a great game for socializing it's a great game for keeping yourself busy to relax you know this game has so much potential um and that which is why i'm loving this game a lot i know harish you don't have the switch but the day you do get it you have to play this game or there are actually other quite a few other games you know that are quite relaxing if you guys have recommendations you can tell our people yeah my wife <clears throat> my wife loves stardew valley i think she's put in like 200 hours into that and she's always yeah. bugging me to join her i think there's now an online multiplayer thing for it yeah so i think yeah. i'll give that a go that's my other game i keep playing stardew valley it's absolutely phenomenal Uh, I also like playing Forza Horizon Four. Uh, a lot of people won't associate it with being a relaxing game because it's a racing game, but that game, the way it looks beautiful, I could just get into a Mini Cooper and just drive in the countryside. Wait, uh, does it work with a steering wheel? I have a steering wheel. I bought yes, it. Yes, for... it does. It does. It does. Of course, does. you have a steering wheel. I so I bought I one for it's... Project Cars, but never used it. That game was too yeah, difficult. Yeah, but... Forza Horizon is a beautiful game, and uh, it's just the environment. It has dynamic weather. Uh, it feels like you're in the English countryside. The music has, you know, there's music for all kinds of people. You know, since it has a radio functionality, it feels like you're listening to BBC. It is so good, and it has Top Gear stuff in it as well. It has Hot Wheels stuff. It has Lego stuff in it. It's just drive around that game all day. You don't have to race. You don't have to do anything. It's just soothing. This is you a game made for me. Wait, is it there yeah, on man. Windows or is it one of those Xbox? Yes, sir. No, no, it's on Windows, man. It's it's best played on Windows. Sure, picking that up. Yeah, uh, just get the Game Pass, man. It's on the Game Pass. Get it on that. What pass? Game Pass. <laughs> oh. Xbox Game Pass. I'm like, okay, that's a drastic lifestyle change for a game. <laughs> <laughs> What did you think I said? Uh, moving on. Figure it out. 
<clears throat> omit the m and the e oh. and you get there uh but yeah uh i found animal crossing <laughs> you would expect that from me don't you right this, you got it pump, because of my fumbles from few weeks ago <laughs> ages. Stardew Valley, not so much. I think that's where the difference differences. I I agree with you that there there can be a lot of pressure in that game, but it is still not as stressful as like games like PUBG or whatever. You know, the, the only thing that oh, will yeah, kill you. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the only thing that will kill you is lack of sleep or maybe something down the 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 mines, right? And then you still wake up in your bed and you can you know go go through with your day. Uh, you know, some but although you know not. you know you can't play a battle royale game all day you will your blood pressure will rise you'll you'll get frustrated you'll get tired out it's not a game you don't you want to play that game for a little while but you also need something that keeps you relaxed uh stardew valley as dharish mentioned is great forza animal crossing i also feel that you can get uh, sims 4 if you want to live a virtual life you know that's a great game to play you know then there's a uh, roller coaster tycoon the classic i think everyone loves that sim city such games are always there you know to keep you uh, occupied yeah we've been doing the dishes and all those ourselves and my wife says that what we've been doing is basically a real life version of sims 4 i'm like okay yep that works <laughs> yeah man not everyone wants to play a you know a horror game or an action game they just want to re- relax and just have something to do yeah on that note there's actually a decent number of games and music and books and audio books and movies that are free right now and i wrote an article rounding up all of that so if you're interested in checking out what's available but don't want to spend a lot of money in these turbulent times go take a look at that post um, i'll also put it up on twitter speaking of free uh <laughs> Pornhub made their premium free this week. My story went viral, by the way. Did it? Is flex like is yeah, porn? man. So I, mean, so I, I, I thought, thought that was from banned them. in India. Ah, man! If you if you are det- you know determined, you will find a way, and people have found a way. In fact, India saw, uh, I mean, Pornhub saw twenty three percent rise in traffic from India in one day since they announced announced. Uh, Don't they have an India specific URL which bypasses the the Indian? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, they have it for broadband. Maybe not for, I don't know about mo- uh, mobile networks. Uh, but uh, for broadband, it works on some. It doesn't work on some. But you can always get a VPN or something like that. They have alternate domains as well. I mean, have the entire press release where it says, "Yeah, Pornhub sends me press releases." Yeah. This is an entirely different kind of flex. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, uh, I had twenty thousand readers real time on that story. So why the hell not? Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all because oh I forgot to mention why it's free it's because they want you to stay at home. Well yeah, that's, that's once that's, <laughs> that's like the best incentive I've seen yet for getting folks to stay at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh so you guys have been I mean Akshay you are the resident gamer and Harish you've been doing a lot of lists. So um <coughs> give me some recommendations. So I'm I'm a PlayStation guy. I have a PC which is not really a gaming PC. Uh mm-hmm. so 
yeah nothing very intensive and i don't have an xbox so i can't play forza uh non stressful multiplayer games why don't you get started with overcooked man you should really give that i a... mean i have overcooked but that's stressful no it's not it's so say... much fun like there are yeah, levels yeah, the initial levels are kind of stressful but then it's fun Dude, me and my wife got into such a bad fight while playing overcooked <laughs> 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 i'm going to say the classic man that uh, everyone knows i'm going to suggest minecraft that's one game you can it's it's multiplayer it's non stressful again i forgot to mention in my relaxing games list but that's a fantastic game you can play on your ps4 even on your pc even if it's not powerful because it doesn't use up as much uh, of uh, gpu bandwidth so uh, i would i would suggest minecraft uh, that's a great game to play uh, if you haven't played it already uh, apart from that if you want to play a multi- multiplayer game that's not too uh, uh stressful i suggest sims 4 already it's free on the playstation right now if you have ps plus so you don't even need to buy anything oh yeah that's fun uh, my wife and i play a lot of co-op games um we know a few indie titles i think we did ibend ob both of you need to work in sync to finish the game that was a cute game and there was one thing called pikuniko or something these are all small titles that you finish off in like a few hours but they're fun uh, to play i would say katara zero on the switch for your for your switch i'm pretty sure you oh, already have oh that's a it. fantastic game fantastic game right so i think platformers are also great uh, to play during this time because it's not yeah. as stressful yeah. uh, get a get a you know mario brothers 3 u whatever the fuck they call it now that's a great game to play then you have mario odyssey if you haven't played it already on um, then you have uh, Uh, Celeste is a stressful game, so don't play that. I have died. Well, actually, like uh, I mean, while uh, uh, on that note, while kind of segueing away from non-stressful, but uh, a great recommendation for you guys is um, Sniper Elite. Like I finished I just, that. Yeah, I I got that on the Switch. Uh, so my brother also has a Switch, and uh, we've been playing a lot of multiplayer on that, and it is fun. It is so much yeah. fun. The story. So the story is uh, uh fucked up, right? Well. I feel like and I should just get a Switch okay. at this point. You should. you should get it, and you should not think about it twice, and play all the games or do what or uh, Drew has done, hack it, and just download all the games and play it for free, man. All I, the homebrew, all the homebrew, all the homebrew, yeah. Yeah, that's my problem. I buy the things, I buy the games, I never end up playing them afterward. <laughs> <laughs> Although. Uh, Resident Evil Three is coming up, uh, and Final Fantasy is coming up. I think Final Fantasy is something that I'm looking forward to. It's mm-hmm. a great game. Uh, it's the seven remake, the one that everyone wanted, and I'm guessing it's going to be sixty, seventy hours at least. So yeah, I mean, I play. The I don't like that they're doing it in parts, though. It's too big of a game, man. They can't uh, with the graphics that they want to uh, portray in the game, and with the new story, the new method of storytelling, and the fact that it's action, action uh, oriented as well now. I mean, instead of being a, Look missed, at the Witcher. Uh, yeah, but the Witcher is possible. You know how Final Fantasy fans can get, but if you skip out on something, they'll they'll eat mm. your brain, man. So I think yeah. I, I would rather have three games than <laughs> I would rather have three games and and then and rather than one massive game and play this game for an eternity. Yeah, as long as it's not like sixty bucks per game, that's going to be crazy. Okay, we can talk about non-game recommendations too. Uh, what are you guys streaming or seeing? I am watching Naruto Shippuden again. Uh, it's an anime that I actually love. 
and I'm thinking of getting into this new anime called Bleach after I finish that. Oh, that's great. That's really nice. Yeah, I've heard it's great. So I'm going to get into that. And then uh, I think... Uh, and then, and then uh, a lot of... Uh, oh, I subscribed to that uh, Curiosity stream. Oh, nice. I'm going to watch a lot of documentaries uh, tonight and over the week. And, you know, next week. Akshay is like really on a learning mode. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, I haven't actually been seeing the sort of stuff i usually do we started seeing a reality tv show called the circle on netflix and it is okay it's not bad but, i mean yeah. the premise yeah, is that, watches that eight or nine guys <laughs> are locked into their rooms and they only chat via this uh, voice assistant and via messaging so nobody actually sees who they are and it's all an online persona and it's fine i mean it's a decent show for the times <laughs> yeah i mean if you want to watch something similar there's another one on netflix which is about uh these guys dating without looking at each other uh they, what they, yeah they just talk to each other uh over a phone what and okay. then and then they have to get married huh the fuck or not the fuck is wrong with this world man how does that even work yeah i'll have to look up the name of that show it was mildly entertaining though i saw it like while playing games or whatever doing stuff on the side uh but yeah it was not terrible <laughs> i guess uh but yeah like so i i saw this show called unorthodox the other day uh which is about this uh, well this jewish girl uh, escaping from a super orthodox family and uh, finding herself it's a limited series just four episodes uh pretty good and i saw this movie called uh, the call of the wild last night with harrison ford in it uh, it's really? it's a take on uh, jack london's book and uh, while it's not going to win any oscars it's definitely a very enjoyable movie hmm. they want to start rewatching the star wars too yeah i'm going to rewatch shit's creek like, that was a fun show <clears throat> oh did you see I'm... the last episode and no. that 70 show man i miss i miss that 70 show so we're restarting it's a good thing that all of these shows are on netflix uh, we have brooklyn 99 we still have friends and the office that's a big win for netflix india right there and what else we still have the 70 show so a lot of but i don't content. think netflix has the latest episodes of the of brooklyn 99 do they they're no. not following up on the latest season no they don't have season 7 because they didn't fund it right they, they didn't they yeah. were supposed to fund it they didn't fund it so i think they're not getting all the new episodes but uh, yeah, you guys have your but own. still i mean you can't get these shows outside of india anyway on netflix so to win uh, yeah. yeah i know i found like the quality's kind of dropped down on brooklyn really oh yeah the, yeah no it was not as enjoyed by the way there's good news for you uh, street fighter and mortal combat is coming to netflix the the classic movies remember you talked yeah. about it? <laughs> oh, oh god that's going to be fun i'm going to watch that next week man if the, if it comes yeah. to it i'm going to watch it totally totally i just started streaming the english game though there's no football but then we can see how the fa the football association cup originated so that's a nice take I've just streamed one episode it was enjoyable hmm Sweet. Hey, Akshay, like, uh, do you have any insight into whatever happened to... Wait, they got street... Twi- Sorry. They got street... <laughs> I... <laughs> you just tapped the mic. Yeah, I just tapped the mic. Uh, hopefully, this will be edited out in post. No, no, no. It's, okay. it's right there. Yeah, so they got the Street Fighter X Tekken out 
but there was supposed to be another game like the other way around street fighter characters in tekken like did anything ever come out of that nope never it never happened and uh, i mean that's one something the two i most iconic fighting games uh, of the ps1 and ps2 era was supposed to come together but it never happened and uh, i mean it, it would be interesting to see if they do it now but i highly doubt it uh, i think uh, cuz that was the version that i was waiting for i've yeah. i've played a lot of street Ma- fighter but marvel was marvel vs capcom was great at that at Oof. that point right oh it was so, brilliant uh, i think i think that's what happened instead because uh, this deal could not be worked out i think uh, is is a uh, tekken by konami right and konami yeah and konami konami has given up on the gaming world i think everyone knows what happened when they fired uh, kojima and with metal gear solid 5 etc since then they've really uh, dropped their ball they're only concentrating on uh, pachinko machines in japan that's where they make most of their money so i think that's why tekken also is you know we can't we don't see anything new about that yeah i didn't get the latest tekken like it just seems like a cash grab there's just so many microtransactions so many character drops And even the even even uh, the 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 Metal Gear, the strategy game they came out with or something. What the what the fuck? You had to buy an extra save slot in that game. Ish. If you want to save, if you want an extra save slot, right? You have one by default. But if you wanted another one, you had to pay them extra money, thirty dollars. And like that. gamers actually bought this game. Uh, gamers actually gave you know. Uh, called out konami big time well yeah <laughs> such a dick move so yeah but uh, i think that's what happened with tekken as well and uh, i think right now we can easily say that konami is currently the shittiest uh, gaming company in the world hey they stole I the title from not ubisoft. to be ubisoft <laughs> no ubisoft has been great man ea oh right sorry yeah ubisoft makes assassins great Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's there's a lot that we can keep on talking about on this front, especially because there's a lot of rumors about Sony doing stuff with Konami uh, for the next generation. But I oh. think we should hold on to that for the next episode. What do you guys think? Yeah, think nothing's going on in the world of tech. Let's let's talk about this next week. I think yeah, I think we can just do a what what's what the rumor is that Sony is planning to buy the licenses for PT and Silent Hill. Um, from Konami, so that they can bring it as an exclusive for their console. What is PT? I think this PT, the... the playable teaser that oh. Kojima did with Konami. Sure. Yeah. So I think uh, this just in- is indicative of the fact that Konami li- literally has no interest in developing these games, which is why they're even thinking of selling these IPs to Sony, and Sony and these games were primarily played on the PlayStation console. So I think that's what's going to happen. that's what the rumor is like if they manage this it's going to be a huge win for the PlayStation 5 yeah man massive win massive massive win but we'll see how doing, that man? goes yeah and we'll discuss this next week while harish messes with his headset uh akshay do we have a quiz yeah. this week uh no man everything is cancelled everything is uh, delayed i think uh Um, Let's guess how the, much the P40 Pro launches in India first. Is it even coming to India? It should it come to launch India. in India. I don't know, man. I don't think so. They need a phone. They, they haven't launched the Mate 30. They will. I think yeah, they should launch. The a, we, we haven't heard a single thing from uh, the company or their PR, man. Well, let's guess anyway. If it does, actually, I did hear from the PR. So, yeah, like that is the second. 
oh nothing to talk about just oh. the standard global press release nothing else yeah yes so we don't even know if it's coming let's okay hypothetically let's say it is coming to india let's just uh, do our predictions for the cheapest mode and stop scratching your nose harish with the headphone jack damn it <laughs> you forgot the video is on yeah. did you no yeah harish you don't have to touch your face like <laughs> Practice safe practice. It's, it's safe so practices. difficult to do that. I never realized how much I rub my nose touch your or, face. you know, touch my eyes or something. So crazy. Do you know how, how many times you stroke your beard? Oh, yeah. Every time you are talking. It gets itchy, man. I need to use a lot of beard oil. But that's a conversation for another time. How to, how to do uh, grooming. Yeah. Quarantine <laughs> grooming advice. Oh, we should anyway. do that next week. Yeah, it's yeah, a shame it's all of the grooming gear that i use comes from this small town outside florence in italy and i was talking to those guys and they fancy ha huh? fancy no they they all it's it's not even about the shutdown they just lost so much in that region it's just ah, it's such a sad state of affairs anyway i still need your predictions hypothetically if it does come to india uh 69999 okay nice because the p30 lasts <laughs> for you did there something right <laughs> <laughs> this episode is definitely not pg13 oh no it's not i think i think harish got it later what what that oh meant. no was, <laughs> he just say. got it now <laughs> no i was going with the on the basis that the p30 was like 65 and the need like an extra 5000 for this one i was not ah shit <laughs> It's a ten. <laughs> okay, Dhruv, what, what do you what do you uh, think? <laughs> Since he's got the best option, I'll go with something even higher. Uh, I think like seventy nine nine ninety nine for the P forty Pro Plus. Maybe even oh. higher, but seventy nine. No, just go for the go for the P forty, the cheapest one. P forty. Eh, sixty five triple nine. Sixty five triple nine. Yeah. I think I'll go sixty eight triple nine. Cool. Hey, Bawe, now bring this thing to India. Hey, this time around, you better keep a note of this because, like, we have no idea when this phone comes out. Like, so you know, it's we'll go, we'll probably be coming back to this months down the line. Yeah, yeah. If internet yeah. services are still working at that point, and we as a human civilization exist, I mean, if you're and if you're still getting your salaries. Uh-huh. Let's not forget that. Okay. <laughs> Or if this, you have a this job. This went somewhere else. <laughs> Now we took a doctor. I think we were just we were discussing last week that uh, you know Xiaomi is launching the Mi 10 at the worst time. Possible. No, they're not launching anything now. I, I think for the no, next, they're not. Yeah. yeah. For the next few months, I think yeah. it's just going to be a holding pattern for everyone, right? As yeah. Imagine if if Huawei actually launches this in India at this time. and it's going to be literally dead on arrival no not now it is dead on arrival it's going to be a zombie on arrival yeah. i mean no they're not even launching in global markets right now right it'll come a month or so yeah. later hey before we head towards the end of the podcast like since we are talking about delays like what do you guys think like oneplus is still going ahead with the launch seemingly <coughs> but Nobody seems to be in a position to buy a phone, or to ship a phone, or to receive a phone. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to manage the logistics. I this is possibly the worst time to launch. At least Huawei had things in place, and they were like, "Okay, we're just going to do it." But these guys, I don't know. It's 
it'll be in the middle of the lockdown or just when the lockdown is meant to end right that's what they're targeting or i think uh, india is the biggest market for them and we can't even get food delivered yeah. to our places right now and since their biggest online retailer is amazon and amazon is not selling anything but essential items right now so they, even if they launch it and let's assume the the lockdown is going to extend to another for another month that means they won't be able to sell oneplus phones on amazon or on flipkart or any other platform for that matter so i mean if the lockdown extends one forget, more month forget yeah, buying forget, phones uh, for, the economy will be fucked right yeah forget logistics and the fact that whether you have the extra cash to buy a phone you don't have a platform to sell it on right now yeah true so it's true so i think uh, i mean even if they announce the phone and let all the details out i have a feeling it'll be delayed for sure i don't think it'll launch before if everything goes well before june and people won't get it before in their hands yeah yeah i think things are going to be quite interesting over the course of the year as well like as yeah. more and more phones get delayed uh you know there's a, all the successors are already in development like yeah. there are re- release targets that are already set and those are going to get pushed back you cannot have a release cycle of 2 months for a phone no there abouts yeah product so, roadmaps are all going for a task and i think this will finally see consolidation instead of getting like 200 million phones every year i think we'll probably see fewer phones but ones that are more targeted i think this is also a perfect case. opportunity for uh, companies who can reset everything and come back come out with a bang you know and come out on top after all of this ends sure you have your product cycles going on but uh, you know now is the time if they really want to just you know reset the entire processes or the design or whatever whatever they have to to make the right changes i think this is the right time for them but it's going to hurt everyone i was reading up on global manufacturing and how these factories actually work and it looks like they're not even geared for shutting their machines down they're designed to run 24/7 so if they have to shut something down they're prob- they'll probably end up losing that machine because it's just not designed to come back up like your average consumer tech so they'll probably have to switch out parts on that machine to get it to work again and things like that so it's going to be a an extended process for these guys to get things back up yeah i mean even if things get better in the next 2 to 3 months we're going to be seeing the effects of this virus lockdown for at least another year or two yeah to stay safe and make sure you have your things essentials don't waste money on things that you don't need i never wow, thought those are big words coming from harish yeah i never thought i would say something like that <sighs> yeah out of, out of all the three of us i think harish harish said that is the bigger deal than anything else yeah. i mean this guy would just spend money on stuff he doesn't need he says it himself but yeah. this coming out yeah. of from him that means uh, this quarantine is really changing people man it is man i have it's a house full of things i don't need yeah i can see right behind you i'm not using any of them <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean, all right but i would say i would say one thing buy games support the gaming industry uh, because not only will it help you it will help the developers you'll get new games if this quarantine is going to last longer because this is the only source of entertainment right now for you guys so buy games don't don't uh, hack buy indie <laughs> games yeah don't, yeah 
Yeah, by indie games, that's most important. We should put out a list yeah, of all the recommendations that we've made so that it's easier for folks to find these games. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get around to setting up the website this week. Sorry, been lazy. No, for now we can just do it on Twitter, and then once we have the website going, yeah. oh, we have the domain. Nice. Yeah, It'd be a good place to you know like maybe put on show notes as well. Yeah, and uh, you know, links that we find interesting. But hey, that's a conversation for uh, when we're not recording. Um, if you guys are done, I think that pretty much wraps up this episode. Akshay. Yeah, I think. I mean, uh, I'm glad. Uh, I mean, even though there's not much happening around in the tech world, we've still managed to do an hour of uh, recording, man. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Some of it was gloomy. <laughs> some of it was dark. But some of it was actually on point and relevant to folks that want to tune in for tech. So, hey. Sweet. All right. On that note, uh, stay safe. Wash your hands. Enjoy the clean air that's out there right now. Delhi, in particular, is beautiful. The air is fantastic. And uh, not something that we've seen in the last few years. Uh, Stay indoors. Don't cuff on people. (laughs) And uh, stay safe. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Play games. Listen to Akshay. (laughs) Bye. Yeah, do that. Thank you.